We keep a finger on the pulse of all things movies and TV. From Tinseltown to the local scene and everything in between. Welcome to Film Flicks Podcast. Here are your hosts now, Josh, Renzo, and Boaz. Welcome, all cinephiles. You've officially made it to FFP Airspace. This is Film Flicks Podcast with me, Rookie Boaz of 99.5 Play FM. Renzo Miguel David. Hello, guys. Welcome back. It's me, Joshua Miguel. And here at Film Flicks Podcast, we're just so ecstatic over DC fandom. It's happening. It's at its fever pitch at the moment. We're going through it right now. It's running its course. It's yet to conclude and cease. I believe it will in a few hours. The day today is August 23, 2020. And we're just fired up on all cylinders and bursting out of the seams in excitement. Wouldn't you say? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen to that, boys. So, all right. That I Batman wanna... trailer, though. Mm. All right. We'll get to that, yeah. though. Hold your horses. Hold your horses, brother. <laughs> Me and Renzo actually took... We only had three hours of sleep just because we... Waited you for the Renzo. Batman trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we, were, yeah. We, were, we were like we were screaming left and right on the Batman yeah. trailer. I'm pretty sure I was in, in it too, wasn't I? No, you were not. Oh, <laughs> you God. were asleep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. Dipping my toes into waters I shouldn't. My bad. My bad. All right. So I wanted to sink our teeth into it point blank period just go ahead and delve into the first offering they gave us and that comes to us in the form of wonder woman 1984 of course it was the very first panel i believe off of DC, yes yes DC yes fandom. and if i'm not mistaken the shortest segment in the dc wow. panel this world is not yet ready for all that you will do your time will come, Diana. And everything will be different. Citizens of the world! I'm here to change your life. It's yeah. really short, it's really short. Although I can't vouch for that. I can't vouch for that, mm-hmm. I'll have to check and see, but... You know what? Basing it off of experience, soul experience alone, I kind of feel like it is the shortest. It is the most succinct. And there's beauty in its brevity. You know, I kind of feel like the less time you take, the better sometimes. And it's definitely the case for Wonder Woman 1984. It surely did flaunt all of the, the furnishings and the fixtures and all the good things, the bells and the whistles about the movie, but keeping it really concise and succinct, which I find beautiful. How about you guys? Well, well, for me, um, the Wonder Woman trailer was beautifully made. I think it, what I love about it doesn't really spoil anything, you know, and it really reveals little, you know, like Trevor being back, which is for me kind of strange. It ruins the effect of the, but we'll have, of course we'll have to see when the movie comes out. But for now, for me, it kind of ruins the sacrifice he did in the first film 
Because oh, yeah. you know, it, it, it had an effect on, you know, Diana in the real world. So I just, it's kind of weird that they brought him back. I don't know. <laughs> so that is a good point. Thought. That yeah. is a good point. Because by doing good, 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 good. that, that forfeits the purpose of what happened in the first film. That revokes yeah. that narrative, that storyline that they could pull from. They could have yes. pulled from that. Could have been motivation, could have been something to, I don't know, to beef up or to thicken the plot, but they've relinquished it in the Steve Trevor reborn, if you will. He's been born yes, again. Yes. Uh, yeah. Reborn of sorts. Yes, Josh, go ahead. Um, For me, as I watched the Wonder Woman trailer, I, as of what the trailer has shown, I love that it seems that they're trying to balance this the backstory of Diana being uh, an Amazon warrior and a uh, fully edged powerful woman. And um, I also love that we see uh, tidbits of uh, footage. I mean, uh, it doesn't spoil anything as Randu said. And I love that. The thing is that, uh, speaking of Steve Trevor, I think they, uh, um, uh, I think he returned because uh, he, I think he's, a, if I'm not mistaken, a fan favorite to the audiences. But then again, it still kind of ruins his arc for me in the in the first Wonder Woman film. That's my take on the Wonder Wonder Woman film. But Cheetah, on the other hand, in Maxwell oh. Lord was uh, damn fire. Um, Maxwell Lord was uh, as Pedro pa Pedro Pascal as Ma Maxwell Lord for sure won't be a, a disappointing uh, character for sure. And uh, Kristen Wiig as uh, Cheetah or Barbara. Minerva would be a good cheetah. Her design, as of now, is okay. As the yeah, kind of effy, kind of effy. But yeah, I think uh, I think I'll still watch this film if it goes out. Yes, I yeah. agree. Here, here, buddy. Here, here. Uh, I'm glad you raised the point about cheetah. I think Kristen Wiig is batting a thousand so far. She cannot do anything wrong. She's on fire and. She, she's clearly fit for the role. She fits it like a glove. She seems to fit the bill so far. And I love the I love the CGI. I love the application of the CGI. And Maxwell Ward, also a worthy inclusion in the, the cast. I think he'll bring a lot to the table. And I'm looking forward to see that as well. So if it's all the same to you guys, I want to talk about the second major offering they disclosed in DC fandom. I think this dropped around, correct me if I'm wrong, Josh, because it was me and you, uh, it was me and you fighting it out during this yeah. ungodly hour. I think it was 2.50. <laughs> I think it was 2.50 yeah. when this thing dropped. Uh, the flash panel, right? The yeah. flash panel, man, it was in the wee hours, man. It was in the wee hours mm -hmm. for sure. And me and Josh, we were fighting to stay alive, but we were so lethargic, yeah. but, it livened our spirits for sure, seeing Ezra Miller and what they had simmering and cooking up thus far. I want to get your respected takes on it, boys. So give me your two cents. So, as of the the concept art shown by Andre Muschietti for um, the Flash, uh, I love that he tries. He will. I think that this film would benefit the DCEU since the DCEU is kind of uh, messy for the story so using the flashpoint um, storyline for the DCEU would be would be beneficial for the storyline and um, using 
and showing us a little, at least a little bit of concept art for the Flash is uh, is, is good. I love that. And um, knowing Andrew Andrew Muschietti, he doesn't disappoint. He's actually a talented director. Um, and and for the two Batman coming back, and I I hope they they balance the two Batman coming back. Ben Affleck, of course, he's a good bat Batman for me. And um, Michael Keaton, the OG one, the OG Batman, the dark, the OG dark gritty Batman, of course, the, the OG dark gritty one. And um, I just hope that it would be a really good film. Well, for me, my take on the Flash panel, um, I wasn't, I wasn't awake, so I had to watch on YouTube. <laughs> but um, from what I've seen from Andy Muschietti, I think I agree with Josh, despite um, it too really being disappointing for me. But I think he's a great director. It's just that for me, I think as much as I think it, I do think it will fix the story. I think you know, DC and Doug Warner Bros are too busy trying to fix the their the problems they set up from the beginning. Like for me, I was like, I have no problem. Sure, let's bring up the multiverse. But I think it's way too early. You know, way too early for the for a franchise. Because for me, they didn't really set up for us to care for Flash. There wasn't a sign for us to care that much yet. So I, bringing in the multiverse way too early is was like, oh my, I was like, it's not a bad idea. It's just that they should have at least set up first, you know, you know, that's the way how we can care for Barry, you know, because I mean, and bringing in Michael T. Keaton, eh, for me, there's, I think there's too much Batman, you know, too much Batman DCE right now, right now. You know, Robert Pattinson is part of the DCEU, but you know, being you know, being part of the multiverse, I was like, it's kind of confusing, really. It's, there's too much Batman for me. Well, Both, uh, Renzo, to, to, uh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, to contradict, um, we have to we have to see as of uh, uh, for the footage because. They might need the three Batman. I don't know if Pattinson would be part of the the Flashpoint movie, but we have to see before we judge before the uh, for the film. But uh, I think uh, it's I think they're trying to uh, get some parts of the Flashpoint storyline from the comics, wherein it's the one one universe is the original Batman, one universe is of course uh, Thomas Wayne Batman. But instead, they tried to incorporate the. 89 Batman. So maybe they're trying to use that formula so they won't be they won't the fans won't expect that the Flashpoint will be the same from the comic. So yeah, that's, that's I just that's, I mean I, I, I mean I I, uh, I I mean I get that. I get that. It's just that it's way too early for me, you know. I don't mind it. I like bringing in the multiverse is you know, is a good idea. It's just way too early for me. You know what? Leave it to these two to add their two cents and to deliver on the astute comments, both very well-founded and astute comments indeed, but there's an elephant in the room that needs addressing. Of course, how do you think Keaton's Batman and Affleck's iteration of Batman will wind up coexisting in this movie? How do you think they'll coexist? Will they veer into the Batman Beyond territory or maybe veer into the, the narrative wherein, and this is highly plausible wherein Michael Keaton will play a, an older Ben Affleck, maybe. I don't know. Tell me what you think, boys. Uh, as I said a while ago, um, I think that they will incorporate 
some elements from the comics from, from the Flashpoint comics uh, because as I said there's two Batmans in that comics which is the original one which is the Earth Prime if I'm to say Earth Prime Batman and the the uh, Thomas Wayne Batman but I think that they tried to um, to change a, change some things a bit so instead of using Thomas Wayne Batman they would choose the 89 Batman for the replacement so I think that would be uh, that would be on my uh, perspective on what they're trying to do well for me um, well I, I, I don't really like making speculation <laughs> way too early like you know I don't really as, as much as I um, seem kind of weird about it I don't I'm not saying I just I don't want it you know you know I, I think I actually think it's I think I agree with Josh where they're gonna incorporate incorporate some things from the comics with a bit of a bit of twists you know a, a bit of tweaking that will fit in the DCEU so you know I'm excited it's just that you know it's, like I said earlier pero, but you know it's, I'm excited I'm really excited but I don't want to make speculations here. right on right on so keeping on with that sentiment of excitement I uh, another thing I'm very zealous about and I feel excited for is this next movie The Suicide Squad they're revamping and refurbishing The Suicide Squad approximately three to four years after their first offering the first iteration of The Suicide Squad the one with Will Smith and Margot Robbie is scheduled to return being one of the holdovers from the previous iteration she's one of the few holdovers including Rick Flagg is the same Rick Flagg from the other movie is the same Amanda Waller from the other movie as well so they serve as the holdovers from the, the previous iteration but I'm curious to see how they're gonna roll with this new ragtag team of misfits the first if the first one was any indication this one is gonna be even 10 times more fun I got I kind of feel like they're turning the knobs all the way to 100 knowing James Gunn and knowing the kind of pace and the kind of tone that he sets for his movies. I'm I'm ecstatic and I'm feeling so ardently about this movie. Can't wait to see this one. This hands down one of my favorite reveals for sure. What do you guys think? Well, for me, um, my thoughts is, uh, I think, like you said, I think J- James Gunn's gonna go crazy on this one. You know, obviously from seeing the behind the scenes, like I love James Gunn. I love James Gunn. The guy is a, it's like maybe he's one of those directors that really stood out during the MCU. He really does stand out. You know, I think his style is like obviously it's the colorful, colorful color palettes and you know costumes, the great sets. Because what from what I've seen, the sets are great. Like, of course he's gonna put in what he learned from the MCU, what he did in the MCU. So I like how it really shows. You know that he's really de- really dedicated to do this film, and I, I love James Gunn. He's a I think he's good at what he does. And I can't wait. So for me, uh, Suicide Squad uh, 2021 uh, release, it actually was a 50-50 for me because knowing the what 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 happened with the 2016 Suicide Squad film and the other 50 would be the you know it's. Uh, James Gunn directing. I know that he he has a different color pa- palette for the for the film, for films like what Renzel said, and um, I actually love love that they embraced the the campy uh, suits. If you don't mind, I mean, if you guys call them campy, I mean, come on, they're from the comics. What what do you expect? They they are campy. They are campy. Polka dot. Yeah, man? I mean, oh, second that. I mean, I they, they that. the thing is that they embraced the 
the color palette, the how they look like in the comics. I love that for me. I just hope that the performances would will be good. And as the sneak peek was shown, I think the action would be good. I don't. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm just. I'm just gonna take this as a grain of salt. So, uh, yeah, that's my take on the Suicide Squad film. Yes, with DC, it's best to be optimistically realistic. Let's just put it that way. They have been riddled with disappointment after disappointment for so long now in in the film scene. Of course, they haven't been getting much luck. But um, I'm hopeful, and uh, if fandom is any indication, they're showing us a pretty promising and sanguine roster of movies to look forward to. Like this next one, which comes to us in the form of Black Adam. This is one of Dwayne The Rock Johnson's passion projects. He's been linked to the character for so long, and it's pretty much inextricable and symbiotic at this point. So. At this point, I'm I'm thankful to just even know that it's it's gonna be made because it's been it's been so long. It's been in production limbo for quite some time, and it's finally gaining some some leverage and it's finally gaining some movement finally. And I'm I'm very excited for it. I've seen the teaser, I've seen the teaser for it, and it's nothing too it's nothing too grand, but is is a mere animation, right? It's nothing. There's no footage or proof of concept yet to be shown but as far as the footage goes i mean direction wise i'm loving it i'm loving that he's coming from a place of oppression being a slave and i love that they're introducing the jsa into the mix it's been way overdue and it's it's high time that they do that and they they even brought in noah centineo in it didn't yeah they? yeah he was the atom smasher yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was great. That was a that was a surprise for sure. I wasn't expecting it at all. So, what do you guys think about that? Well, for me, uh, I'm excited for it. Really, um, I I love that it's not really a trailer yet, because of course, like Boa said, it's in it's been in production limbo. But I think uh, what the great thing is about right now is that it, uh, the thing about the film, it's uh, it's like the concept of the everyone ha- is the hero of their own story, really. So, like, because Black Adam has been seen as a villain majority of media's like video games, comic books, you know, animated, you know, the animated films. Like, I'm I'm excited to see uh, a DC film where they make the villain seeming like the hero of a film, which is great. I think it's great and a great idea. Yeah, and, he has so much going on, doesn't he? Yes, so it's nice yes. to integrate and assimilate those folds and those new facets that none of us have yes. seen yet. Go on. Yes. That's why I'm excited for, you know, Black Adam really because, you know, it's really, you know, it makes me happy. It makes me really happy to see um, um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson family finally being in a role in the DC universe really. So for me, uh, for the Black Adam trailer, I love that they still had the time to create uh, a small tease for the fans even though they haven't, uh, if I'm not mistaken, filmed anything. And uh, a fun fact, by the way, um, uh, originally, uh, The Rock had to, had to choose between uh, choosing the role between Shazam, Lobo, or Black Adam. And I think the Black Adam role was a very uh, fitting role for him um, because since Black Adam is a very strong Char- character in 
much muscular than Shazam, if I'm not mistaken, in the comics. So I think that it's a really good choice as he he chose the Black Adam uh, role. So uh, as I can't say anything as of now because the the trailers didn't show that much, but showing the JSA is actually exciting for me, and um, the uh, I just really. I'm just really excited for this film. That's right. it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> here, here, brother. Amen to that. So let's shift gears now to the next offering. One of the major sought-after announcements coming out, coming off of DC Fandom, comes to us in the form of the Zack Snyder cut, Justice League, the one we've been so callously robbed of all those years back. Of course, there, there have been some extenuating circumstances surrounding it as to why it didn't come to fruition and it didn't come out the way Zack wanted it to. But here it is. Here it is after so long and we've lost faith pretty much in in the prospect and the likelihood of ever having a Snyder Cut Justice League movie, of it ever seeing the light of day and getting out of the cutting room floor if you catch my drift. So. Could you speak to how excited you guys are that it's finally coming to us in 2021 via HBO Max? So for me, for the the Snyder Cut, uh, um, I was actually disappointed with the 2017 ver- version. So I was, I, I when I saw and that it was gonna be, it was confirmed. The Snyder Cut was confirmed. I was actually happy because I, I wanted to see Snyder's uh, vision. I know that. People will say, "Oh, yeah, you. I know you're gonna see Snyder's vision, but didn't you see j- just um, BBS? Uh, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of bad. It's still bad. It was uh, full vision. Of, it was uh, Snyder's full vision on BBS, so it's still bad. So, what do you think about the the Snyder cut? But knowing Snyder, he he really loves to to st- tell the story. He really loves to." Um, uh, express the, the Justice League. I think uh, I th- as much as he loves expressing story for Watchmen, and um, for me, uh, seeing the trailer, it actually feels like it feels like a different film. For me, it feels like a different film, honestly. So I'm giving this a, I, I give this a chance, and I'm still giving this a chance. So I'm really excited for this film. Uh, I love that that we're we're seeing black suit Superman. We're seeing Darkseid, we're seeing the Sod, and uh, every Justice League glory of Snyder is coming. So, uh, well, for me, um, uh, about the Zack Snyder version of the Justice League, for me, I'm 50-50 on it. You know, I'm happy he's getting his vision out. You know, because that's that's what every director wants. That's what every filmmaker wants. Mostly for me, who dreams to become a filmmaker, that's what I want. You know, I feel for him. It's just that I think what would what would have been better is that he would make Justice League two, then go on. You know, go bring out his vision there. It's just that you know that regarding the storyline, it's kind of mixed up. You know, it makes I think it mixes things up. That's why I hope um, I hope Zack Snyder doesn't just bring out the vision. I hope he enhances things that will you know that will you know fit in the story because. Obviously, everyone's gonna make this their head, their head cannon. This is their Justice League, you know. I'm sure once once it releases, this is this is what they want over the theatrical one. So I just hope he enhances the story that will, you know, 
fit in the DC universe. So I just that's I'm 50-50 on it, really. But I am excited. Yep, I'm just as hopeful as the next person that he doesn't completely miss the mark on this one and finally lands and sticks the landing, if you will. I'm such a big fan of the Ju- the Justice League and like most of us, I didn't enjoy the outcome of, of the 2017 version, but I really hope they get to redeem themselves here, and I really hope that they run with it moving forward. I really hope that they run with it, and by that I mean try to try to establish a universe around it, because that that'd really be nice. That'd really be nice to see a fully fleshed out Justice League, and I love the cast too. So I don't want to throw them completely down the drain and just just dispose of them because I kind of feel like we have a very strong Superman in Henry Cavill. We have a very strong Wonder Woman in Gal Gadot, although I don't see that happening. I don't see that being an eventuality for Gal Gadot because she's batting a thousand and doing great solo. I'm still keeping my fingers crossed, hoping to see a Justice League movie that actually delivers, Justice League movie that's actually up to par with the best superhero team-up movies out that would be that would be great that would be the ideal eventuality of course moving on to oh and we've been talking we've been talking about this even before filming you know that's how that's how strongly we feel about this movie and we have had our doubts but i must say that upon the initial panel and upon the initial release of the trailer i gotta say it just broke down all of my worries all of my doubts, I was feeling incredulous and dubious going in. I mean, seriously, the star of Twilight helming a Batman film, like most of us nerds, right? I, I was pretty incredulous, but just upon viewing the Batman and the very first trailer, it just extinguished, expunged, and stabbed to death all of those doubts. From your secret friend. Play a game, just me and you. Any of this mean anything to you? So what are your thoughts on the Batman trailer? Because I have a lot, I have a lot to get through, but you guys get your pick of the litter first, go ahead. For the Batman film, what the, what is that, bro? What is that? That trailer though, I love that. Be careful, (laughs) careful. Let's keep We're it PG-13, Let's keep it PG-13. The trailer is so beautiful. Uh, I love that Matt Reeves... Actually, uh, since Bo was actually didn't uh, stick, uh, stick around for this trailer, it was me and Renzo. We had we really had a good time uh, in with this film. So, uh, before the trailer was uh, actually um, released, uh, Matt Reeves was uh, interviewed and... Uh, Pattinson was the one who introduced Matt Reeves. So, uh, Matt Reeves actually was uh, asked a ton of questions about the Batman film, and um, uh, one que- one que- one person actually asked him if about how he wants to present Batman in this film, and he said that he wants to show the more human side of Batman. Uh, on my stand on that, I just think I just hope that ba- uh, Matt Reeves would show 
uh, oh the three characteristics of Batman. First of all, uh, the, the first characteristic of Batman is Bruce Wayne in the public eye, uh, which is the you know the the quirky type of guy, the the, the billionaire and the playboy, playboy, the playboy guy. Yeah, <laughs> and the second one is Batman who's serious. I mean, sorry, no, 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 but, no I'm sorry. Bruce Wayne, that's serious. The one who works in the cave, the uh, the one who does the detective work and everything. And of course, our favorite character, the Batman. I hope that Batman is uh, shown as a detective and a uh, crime fighter here. Since, uh, don't get me wrong, the Dark Knight trilogy is good, but... Uh, the Dark Knight trilogy is good, but it wasn't balanced. So I hope that they're balanced between the... The, the crime fighting and the detective so that's for me <laughs> okay I'm excited to talk about this one well for me I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this a bit fast for me what I love about the trailer is way the way how it does it like I said but like the Wonder Woman it doesn't spoil anything I'm actually surprised that this is only 25% done it, yeah it, like, it and it shows was, a lot, uh, it yeah. was two minutes if I'm not mistaken right two minutes yeah two minutes yeah so I was like, really? It's just 25 minutes. I, mean, I love how also the views of Matt Reeves that what of what he does really, and I'm excited. I'm really excited, and the way the way how he we see his combat, the acting of you know Pattinson in and just in so in so little scenes. Yeah, uh, I think I'm I'm actually a bit confident. You know, of course it's just a trade. I don't want to be overconfident. Knowing Matt. Reeves, he's a master plan of it. I have, I have I mean, Renzo, knowing yeah, that I love he's he he's the he's he's a huge fan of the Planet of the Apes storyline and the Batman storyline. I mean, look at look what happened with the Planet of the Apes. Come yeah, on, it's so it came, good. It came so, out perfect. And uh, before I give the mic to Boaz, if, uh, I actually love that uh, that bit the detail wherein when Bruce removes his helmet, you can see eyeliner. I love yeah, that. I, I love, love that. that. It love shows that. his human side. Human side. It's very re- realistic, as Matt stated in the interview before the trailer was released. He said that he wants again to humanize Batman. He wants to make it as, as it's immersive to the audiences. So, uh, props to him. I love yeah, that. Well, to be honest, that sh- that shot in the trailer where he had the eyeliner. That's one of that's my favorite shot right there. You can see his emotions right there, yeah. and I love that. Okay, but it, it, really, it really shows the yeah. much depressed uh, or the vengeful uh, detective or the knight, the dark knight. Yes. So. Yes. Well, no truer words have been said. Obviously, Matt Reeves is the kind of director who seems to run a tight ship. I mean, the trailer is indicative of that. I think that they haven't been filming for so long, and he gave us a fully-fledged, fully-formed trailer of a movie that seems that it's already seen its fullest fruition. It's like he's sitting on the, the full cut of the Batman already. Based off of the way he, he just handled that trailer, the way it was sequenced, it was top-notch for sure. Enough about that though, what I want to know, what I want to know is what are some of the releases from DC Fandom that you guys are the most excited about? And on the flip side, what are some of the ones that you're least excited about? Let's put them up against the FFP barometer, the FFP metric, and let's see which ones stick out to you guys the most and which ones aren't doing it for you. Uh, so before we, uh, before I unveil, uh, unveil my uh, top uh, rankings for this. I, j- I would just want to know 
uh, you guys um, opinion on on uh, the line of patents and which is I'm vengeance. I I want I wanted to know the, your opinions on that. I love I love that it, instead of it's, uh, saying I'm Batman, he said that. So what do you guys I'm think about that? I think it works. <laughs> I think it works. You know, I think it works really. And but of course, I don't want to say why. I don't want to say, say my opinion on why he's saying I'm vengeance instead of, instead of I'm Batman. I just want to see the movie first, really, and that's where I'll say my opinion. Yeah, it wound up coming off less vapid and trite. I was expecting I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty, that's the standard for most of these superhero movies. But yeah, it wound up coming off a lot fresher and a lot less trite, which we need, which we seem to be in short supply of these days at least. So, anyways, going that back. Became to, a meme now. Yeah, it definitely the, became I'm a meme. Batman, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So going back to what are some of the releases? you guys are most excited for and to offset that what are some of the releases that aren't doing it for you okay so for me i have to say that uh all of these are good so i'm i'm excited for all of these but i have to put on last place would be black adam black adam would be my last place then after that would be wonder woman 84 after that that would after my list would be the flash after the flash the suicide squad and then Snyder Cut, and of course, the Batman. For me, I'll do it from you know from something different, from best to worst. Of course, because I want to get the best out of the way, which is the Batman. I I, I love Batman, so I'm gonna be ex- I'm excited. And second is Wonder Woman. Really, I I love uh, Patty Patty Jenkins, and I, I'm excited for her vision for his second Wonder Woman film. And Third is Suicide Squad. I'm, I'm excited for James Gunn's vision as well. Um, what else? Uh, and I can't wait to see, you know, uh, what do you call this? Uh, I can't wait to see uh, Zack Snyder's vision. Really, I can't wait for that. And but I also, but I'm I'm skeptical. I'm a bit skeptical with the Flash one, so that's my least favorite. Yeah, I'm going off the beaten track with this one just to go out on a limb. I'm going to go ahead and truncate my list to just two, narrow it down to my favorite and my least favorite. The one that's gaining a lot of heat, especially in the Mariano household, we all just collectively love it, is the Batman trailer, obviously. Um, They just knocked it out of the park completely. That's one of the best trailers of the year, hands down. And least favorite... Least, wow, okay. I'm gonna have to agree with Renzo's take. I'm gonna go ahead and say Flash 2, just because of how ambitious it is. And DC is at its worst, I feel, and has time has shown historically, it's at its worst when it's the most ambitious. Because it winds up just being a hodgepodge of, of wrong turns and messes. They can't cover ground as well as the MCU does, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm hopeful that I'm wrong. I want to be wrong in this instance. Looking forward to it, just as excited as the next person. And to cap it all off, to cap off this, this our first our first special episode, to cap it off, I just want to say that DC Fandom has been nothing short of a success. It, uh, it delivered for sure, and it fulfilled its purpose of filling us in on 
what's happening in the DC world and keeping us in the loop. Those are my parting words for sure. On behalf uh, of Film Flicks Podcast, this is Rookie Boaz and 99.5 Play FM signing off. Anyways, guys, thank you for viewing or hearing our podcast today, and I hope you're all safe. God bless you all. Uh, guys, thank you uh, for listening again, and uh, I, I, hope, I hope you learned some of our insights on the new uh, DC anything DC, DC facts and everything. And uh, uh, enjoy the other podcast and see you soon.